Hello. Blue Suisse presents today's market analysis. Capital Markets Overview European shares closed little changed on Tuesday, with media stocks led by British publishing and education company Pearson offsetting losses in the basic resources sector. Germany's DAX closed below the 14,000 level after data showed investor morale never reached 39.3 in March, its lowest level in two years when COVID-19 hit the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Volkswagen nearly doubled its profit in FY21 to 14.8 billion euros on the profitability front. At the same time, Sweden's H&M reported a 23% year-on-year increase in sales in the first quarter, in line with expectations. The re-emergence of CVID-19 cases in China has hit overall investor sentiment. In contrast, investors will continue to monitor Russia-Ukraine talks ahead of Wednesday's Fed decision, with a 2.5 BPS hike expected. On Tuesday, the CAC 40 fell 14.94 points, or 0.23%, to settle at 6,355, in line with its European peers, as investors focused on the Federal Reserve's interest rate decision tomorrow on worries about a lingering Russia-Ukraine war and a possible slowdown in China's economic growth. Meanwhile, the EU imposed a new round of sanctions on Russia, including a ban on major rating agencies from assessing Russian bonds and companies as Russia and Ukraine continue their fourth round of discussions. The drag factor was mainly the luxury stocks most affected by the surge in new crown cases in China, especially LVMH, minus 1.45%, Colin, minus 1.31%, and Hermes International, minus 3.11%. Capital goods stocks also suffered heavy losses, namely ArcelorMittal, minus 1.62%, and Alstom, minus 3.55%, which are very sensitive to the Chinese and Russian economies. Elsewhere, lower oil prices weighed on energy stocks such as Legland, minus 0.42%, and Total Energies SE, 0%. The FTSE MIB index closed up 0.3% at 23,500 on Tuesday outperforming its major European peers. Financial stocks led gains, including the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve, ahead of a major central bank policy decision this week, led by Bank Mediolanum, 2.1%, and the Federal Reserve, 2%. Meanwhile, Atlantia shares rose 2% after its roadmaker subsidiary Autostrade said it filed a request to resolve a case related to a bridge in Genoa in 2018. On the other hand, materials and mining stocks fell more than 3% as commodity prices fell sharply, while energy shares fell 0.7% due to lower oil prices. Chinese markets also continue to grapple with a potential U.S. delisting, domestic regulatory uncertainty, and the global economic fallout of the war in Ukraine. All mainland sectors fell, with Kuechao Motai, down 5.7%, Ping'an Insurance, down 6.9%, China Merchants Bank, down 6.4%, Wuliangye Yibin, down 5.5%, and Air Eye Hospital, down 11.4%. Significant decline. The Nikkei 2019 Coronavirus Disease Index, NKKI 225, index rose 0.15% to close at 25,346 points, while on Tuesday, Japan's Eastern Europe Index, Topix index rose 0.79% to 1,827 as the Japanese government considers lifting emergency department emergencies at 18 sites when it expires next week. 
The biggest gainers in the consumer goods and industrial sectors were Toyota, 2.1%, Nissan, 4.2%, Sony Group, 1.1%, Oriental Land, Shifeng, Asahi Group, Shinyue Chemistry and Showa Electronics, etc. Meanwhile, Japanese tech stocks were mixed after the Nasdaq closed week overnight ahead of the Federal Reserve rate hike, dampening sentiment. Elsewhere, Inpex Corp and other resource-related companies fell 6.8% as commodity prices retreated amid peace talks between Russia and Ukraine and a surge in coronavirus cases in China. The Russian ruble rose to 115 rubles per dollar on Tuesday ahead of more talks over the Ukraine crisis, while Russian sovereign bondholders awaited clarity on coupon payments due this week. Negotiations between Russian and Ukrainian delegations to ease the crisis continued on Tuesday after no new progress was made in Monday's talks. Meanwhile, Russia's finance ministry said it had issued an order to a correspondent bank to pay coupons on $117.2 million in eurobonds. Still, it warned it would be paid in rubles if sanctions prevented the bank from repaying the debt currency as issued. The ruble is still down about 35% since Russia began attacking Ukraine after a series of draconian international economic sanctions. Amid these developments, the Bank of Russia has so far responded by more than doubling its policy rate to 20% and introducing a slew of capital controls to prevent further devaluation of its currency. That is all for today. Visit Blue Suisse website for more analysis for free. See you tomorrow.